racer turned adult star Renee Gracie. I hear one new fetish a week on OnlyFans. So basically, she was a former pro racer who now turned to a pro OnlyFans adult content creator. So let's get right into the story. Renee Gracie says she hears about one new fetish a week from her army of subscribers on OnlyFans. I don't have any fetish myself, to be honest with you. I'm very vanilla. The pro racer, the pro race car driver turned adult star tells Page Six, adding that she's never been with anyone who had fetishes. There are, of course, the basic ones like latex or feet, she tells, while other fetishes are really unique, including a shrink fetish. So, uh, does that mean fans ask Gracie to dress up as their therapist? People imagine that you shrink them down and you put them in your body or your mouth, she explains. I was like, OMG, you're going to have to elaborate. I haven't heard of that. And while she says everyone's got something, there's some overly extreme ones, which she declines. Hardcore requests that to me I wouldn't feel comfortable doing. Rough stuff like being slapped, biting. Sorry, I can't do that, says the Australian stunner. Not that I have any judgment against it. Gracie tells us she makes six figures per month, bearing it all on OnlyFans, in part by providing nude photos and adult videos tailored to fans' customized kinks. Two years down the track, now I show everything she admits. Before she was an OnlyFans millionaire, Gracie was a racing prodigy on the V8 supercar circuit down under. She says that while she's usually referred to as a adult star, in press reports, she doesn't mind the moniker, but I personally don't consider myself a adult star. It's a blanket statement for someone who doesn't understand the industry. Recalling her time as a racer, she says the environment for woman driver was very toxic. She says she made under $80,000 for five years of my life as she had to scratch for sponsors on the circuit herself and pay exorbitant costs just to be part of the sport for insurance and other necessities. In a rut, after leaving racing, a pal suggested she create an OnlyFans account. I didn't know if I'd have the confidence to do this, she told us. But I looked at it and thought, I'm semi-already doing that on Instagram. Now, this is actually like a pretty important statement, right? Because there's a lot of women on Instagram posting photos of themselves, like in like bikinis and all that kind of stuff, that basically don't really give you any imagination as to what they are working with. So it's actually a very easy process for someone who's posting photos or videos on Instagram to then moving towards something like an OnlyFans. So it was an instant hit and soon the cash flow was overwhelming. In the first 24 hours, I made $24,000, recalls Gracie, who hoped at the time I can pay a couple months rent. She added, from the first two weeks, we were starting to say, okay, we need to figure out what we're going to do. Gracie remembers it was 70000 80000 the next month. It was such a real run for me from having no money and being broke to having heaps of money. Gracie says her dad, who has owned and run businesses, began advising her. 
I focused on just continuing what I was doing, she explains. I sort of pushed all the money to the side and was like, here, Dad, look after this. She says that from the start, her newfound career took so much time. The amount of messages I had to send, I had 9,000 fans, she tells us. The money was so extreme so quickly, I didn't have time to focus on it. I wasn't going out and buying handbags. Other than doing the content, the money side of things has been the biggest thing I've had to wrap my head around, she continues. The repercussions, how your life changes, tax, trust, accountants, all the stuff that comes with earning money. I'd earned the bare minimum. Corsi says she would like to get back into racing, but in a new way rather than just being a driver. She says she's getting interest from the sport in ways she never had before. I groom myself to be someone who has a presence online, if it wasn't just online, but as a businesswoman, she says, adding that there are now ideas floating around. Can he come back to racing? People were wanting me to come back. And Gracie's now realized, she tells us, that she can come back to racing without having to rely on anyone. She also says she could return more as a presence for giving other young females or race car drivers in general a stepping stone that she never had. Even being a mentor for racing and the hurdles you have to go through, she explains. I've naturally had a lot of people reach out, but the racing side of things is a very cautious thing for me. When I did leave it, it was very toxic. I have to enjoy it. As for her self-made career, she says, I'm so grateful for being in another industry where not all things have to be toxic. And here's the thing, right? I'm just a little bit worried any time an individual goes down this route to make a lot of money. And the reason for that is because even in her own statements, she basically like tossed all the financial responsibilities to like her father. And like this is like a situation where like you got to be really aware of what your money is doing, where your money is, and where it's being basically allocated to because you got to understand what is actually happening with your money. Because if you do this for like a couple of years, you're expecting that you basically made a few million dollars and then you go and try to like access the money and you discover, oh, wait a minute, my family member stole all my money or wait a minute, my money was put into something that crashed 99%, right? Because people decided to put money into like meme stocks or something. So... For anyone who ends up going down this route of doing like OnlyFans or any sort of potentially time-sensitive business models, try your best to manage your own money as best as you can just so that you are aware of what is actually happening. Because what I see that a lot of people end up falling victim to is simply just not being aware of what their money is actually doing. Like if you understand like, okay, I have an emergency fund of right here in this account at that bank account or whatever, online bank, whatever, right? I have this amount of money roughly inside like an investment account, okay? I have no tax bills right now because I've already paid them, cool. Like just being aware of these small things will make things a lot easier on you long term right but hey hopefully she ends up continuously making more money hopefully whoever ends up doing this sort of business model is making good amount of money because the one saving grace of this 
business model is the recurring revenue aspect because you could end up creating like fans of like whatever 9,000 that she says. And if she maintains that month after month after month, that's potentially a lot of money coming in every single month. But you still have to manage your money correctly. You can't just spend all that money every single month and think that everything's going to be okay because you could technically just lose half of your audience, half of your fan base, and now you're working with a lot less money. So just be super safe in this type of industry, this type of business model and all that kind of stuff. Make sure you're out of debt. Make sure you have an emergency fund. Make sure that you have money going towards investments so that if you did want to quit something like this or if something bad happened where you couldn't do this anymore, financially speaking, you would be okay. So feel free to give your thoughts on this. But yeah, this is mainly for like an educational purpose because a lot of people need to be really aware of their personal finances when they go and do a business model like this.